Partly sunny, the middle and upper 70s. Sunny, Friday afternoon with highs of low 70s. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Warmer days are ahead, and you're invited to fun family shopping at the Spring into Summer Arts and Crafts Show. There'll be an Easter bunny and free face painting for the kids. No admission charge and doors open at 9 a.m. Saturday, February 24th, Magnolia Park Recreation District, 13,000 Louisiana 40, Folsom, Louisiana. No admission charge and doors open at 9 a.m. Get more info on Facebook at Spring into Summer Arts and Crafts Show. The views and opinions expressed during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio, LLC. All right, New Orleans, welcome to the Jack Clegg Show, the Tuesday night edition. One week after Mardi Gras, we're still here. We're still alive. We're all recovered. And uh, you're listening to WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. And if you're perhaps watching us on YouTube or X, the former Twitter. Anyway. Interesting show for you today. Hopefully a guest from the great state of California will call in around 7.15. We hope this happens. Uh, There's a lot going on in California I'm going to cover tonight, and hopefully he'll be able to rein me in if I'm not uh, being fair to his fair state. But the first thing I want to start out with tonight was a quote. This is for all of you that like clever writing. We read a lot of newspapers or magazines and other things, and the writing is important, and, and many of us judge it, judge the story. And I'm, I'm one of those people who likes humor infused with the writing. Uh, and no matter what the story happens to be, it can be a dramatic story or historical story, I enjoy an, art, an author with a great sense of humor. Sometimes sarcasm can do that, which I understand is one of the lower forms of humor, but, <laughs> but it makes me laugh. Anyway, Michael Schwartz writes for the Western Journal, and Western Journal is one of those online publications. It's, it's conservative. Okay. Uh, the title of his article was, Political Scholars Lose Their Last Shred of Credibility by Releasing Utterly Nonsensical President Rankings. Okay, what they did was these academics sent out uh, surveys to fellow academics, um, people with the letters behind their names, Ph.D. and and MBA and all the other letters, and they use them all, and and they got results back, and the results came back. And this is the first paragraph. I'm going to read the first paragraph. It's very short of, of his article, which I read, and I had to laugh. Okay. Just when it appears that academic liberals can sink no lower, the establishment's lettered minions find new ways to beclown themselves. <laughs> the use of the term to beclown themselves. I've never read that before. If I have it, I'll remember. Well done. And he, the article goes on. You can read it. I mean, he, he didn't like the way 
uh, Trump was listed as like second to last president, uh, and and Biden was listed as the fourteenth best president, which I don't think history is going to support that. But anyway, um, tonight's show we're going to be looking at the West Coast and the East Coast. Uh, we won't be looking a lot at Louisiana, except on the points I'm making. All of you listening here in Louisiana. We should realize how fortunate we are with the administration we currently have and having a generally more conservative uh, legislature. Even our Democrats are, are much more conservative than, than Democrats in other, other states. Not all, not all, but many of them are. So it makes it a pleasant place to live. Um, so the the topics we're going to talk about tonight in, involving the West Coast, and particularly California. The immigration issues, okay, and more, more directly, the illegal immigration issues. By now, all of you have seen on the news the pictures of the immigrants entering the open border in California. Now, why is there an open border? Well, there's a wall. There are parts of the, the state on the southern border that have a wall. But there's a mountain that's in the way. And so the wall, the fence rather, stops at the foothill and then resumes after the mountain. Well, it's treacherous, but it's doable. So as Governor Abbott makes it more and more difficult for the illegal aliens to enter the country in Texas, they've moved to the West Coast and then are now crossing over the, the, the California line between Mexico and California, which this mountain is there, and they climb over the mountain and they come down. Now, what's the difference between doing that in Texas and doing that in California? Well, there's no border patrol there. There's nobody there. Nobody. I've, I think there were two Border Patrol agents in the entire area. And more importantly, since Governor Pretty Face, what's that governor's name? The governor of California, Gavin Newsom? Yeah. Good-looking guy, right? Good-looking. But um, <laughs> doing nothing, doing nothing to stop these people from coming in because he's constrained, but I think this is what he wants also. California is a sanctuary state. Okay, we've been hearing that term bandied about. It means a lot of things, but specifically in this conversation, what it means is the legal authorities, the police, the state police, being in a sanctuary state, you cannot ask someone for their documentation unless they've committed a crime. Apparently, they don't think walking over the border without approval, a visa, or anything else is a crime, so they don't stop them. So we see the pictures of people climbing over the mountain, okay, getting to ground level in California, and then walking into the state, and eventually walking into all the other states. Hopefully my friend Chris will call at 7.15, and we'll be able to talk a little bit about that and how this has an impact on the state, whether it does or it doesn't. Another detail we're going to talk about in California is their new proposal to limit the Second Amendment. How can they limit the Second Amendment? 
they found a way to do it. We're going to talk about that for a while. We're going to talk about the executive orders on the Second Amendment signed by President Biden. And one thing I want to say now, just if you think things couldn't get worse, well, they do. Okay. <laughs> President Biden has opened a new, with, through an executive order, didn't go through Congress or anything, he has often and established the White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. This is attempting to get on the, the proper political side of the tragedies that are school shootings. Okay. Now, I'm going to say, I'm going to predict that by opening this White House Office of Gun Violence Protection, Prevention, not protection, prevention. The intent, of course, is to eliminate the killings on school property. But I'm going to say this is going to do the opposite. There are going to be more and more killings. Why? Why would you say that, Jack? Well, because of the person he put in charge. Who's in charge of the White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention via executive order signed by Judge Biden? But Judge Biden, President Biden, I'm sorry, I must be getting too old. I'm mistaking people. The person who's in charge of this office, our new violence prevention czar, is, drumroll, Kamala Harris. <laughs> well, she does the same job she did with our border. School shootings <laughs> will be off the charts. Uh, yes, that's her, that's her new job, new job. I didn't say, the articles I read didn't say she's relieved from duty from being the border czar. Apparently, she's still that. So let's see how many things she can destroy. <laughs> the southern border and school safety. Anyway, um, how are we doing on time-wise before the commercial? Oh, we got a minute. We got plenty of time. Okay. So we're going to talk about that uh, on, on the East Coast. And we're going to talk about Randall's Island, which is an area of New York City in which there are over 3,000 immigrants. And they're all living in tents. Now, the state built these tents for these immigrants. Randall's Island used to have all sorts of sports facilities and so forth. It was a great place for kids to play soccer and so forth. Uh-oh, we got music coming on. That must mean we're about to have a commercial. After the break, we're going to maybe take some calls. Hopefully my friend Chris has called in. Maybe he hasn't. Uh, and we will continue with details on the Jack Clegg Show, Tuesday night edition, WGSO. We'll be back in a few moments. everybody. 
This is Jackie Gumbo inviting you to join me each and every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. for Uncle Jackie's Gumbo. A little bit of this and a whole lot of that each and every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans or WGSO.com. Bring your gumbo, baby. We're going to have us a blast. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B. for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. WGSO 990 AM is the only locally owned and operated talk station in New Orleans. We feature 20 local hosts discussing a variety of topics in an era when the daily newspaper is being discontinued and our competitors are out-of-state media conglomerates. We ask you, our listeners, to support local programming on a local station. To advertise or sponsor one of our great shows, contact me at jeff at WGSO.com or call 504-669-606. The fastest growing conservative talk show in the South is now on five days a week on WGSO 990. That's right. American Ground Radio has moved from Saturdays to Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 p.m. American Ground Radio is based out of Louisiana and is grounded in the ideas that founded our country. American Ground Radio is a show for everyone who believes there is greatness within each of us. So tune in Monday through Friday starting at 8 p.m. On the community voice of the Crescent City WGSO 990. After the storm is over, if you think you have wind damage or missing roofing, siding, and gutters, call Vinyl Tech. They have a AAA rating with the BBB, so you know they can be trusted. Vinyl Tech has been serving the New Orleans Metro for over 20 years. They are the local exterior specialist. Hi, this is Shane Mulkey of Vinyl Tech. Let us work with you to get your home looking brand new again. I guarantee you will be satisfied. Call me, Shane Mulkey, at Vinyl Tech, 504-469-7590, and online at VinylTech.com. Boy, have we got a show for you this week. Ever wonder where all the great songs have gone? Well, we found them. Hey everyone, I'm Pat Matthews, your host of 70's Deja Vu. And once again, I'll be looking in the rearview mirror, and I'll see you in the back seat. Join me for some great music, all selected to get you going on 70's Deja Vu. Sunday morning at 7 a.m., right here on 990 AM WGSO. New Orleans. Welcome to the second segment of the Jack Clegg Show. Uh, This is on WGSO, 990 AM. We have a couple callers lined up. Before we, I want to get my guest, Chris Papajohn, in a moment. Chris is a fantastic guy. He's been around the world several times. He works in Hollywood. But, 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 don't hate him for that. Uh, He actually has a a, a real job in Hollywood. Uh, When Film production companies have any maritime interest in the films, vessels of any sort. Chris is the guy who's in charge of that, securing the vessels, securing leases and charters and so forth. Well, well well-read guy, great guy. Wish he was here more often because he's an excellent golfer. Uh, Chris, can we put you on? Chris, how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Thanks for calling all this way. What's going on in California today? 
Oh, just rain, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of rain. That's what I heard. Yeah, you have those uh, those rivers they talk about up in the sky, right? I don't know. They're freaking clouds where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know? Right. They sensationalize anything they can. Yes. Uh, well, there, there were two topics I wanted to discuss with you, uh, and, and, and they're in the news here and everywhere else in the country. Uh-huh. And I happen to have a, a keen observer of the human spirit as my guest. Um, what is going on with the open border? Um, we have, there are wall fences there, but the illegals are able to climb over a mountain. Is that how they're doing it? No, they just come to the border and claim asylum and they let them in. Well, they claim, yeah, they're doing they're it at a port of entry, uh, in California. Yeah. Is that where it is? Yeah. Oh. Okay, because I saw one 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 uh, program uh, news program where they had the wall that Trump built, but the wall ended where there was a mountain, and then so they climb over the mountain, avoiding the fence, and then they're in, and, and nobody stops them. And their point was that because California is a sanctuary state, none of the authorities do anything about them, and there were only like two. Um, what do they call them? Border agents, border patrol guys at that location, and there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds coming across. I, I wondered if you'd known anything about that. I, I don't know where that is. You know, I've spent a lot of time in Mexico and sure. You know, crossed at San Diego, Otay, Tecate, um, and as far as I could see. Visually, mm-hmm. there's a huge wall, but that's not from Trump. That was pre-Trump. Oh, that was from uh, pre-Trump. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, we always had a, a wall in California. Okay, as far as I know, at least in Tijuana, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's sixty miles east. Right. Well, well, you and know, California uh, has always had a, a a very very workable relationship with migrant workers, right? They crossed over, they worked uh, for a while, yeah. and they, they went back, right? Yeah. We, we have workers that cross over daily, mm-hmm. and they go back. And, know, they cross over to work, and they go back. And, um, and that's in, 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 in terms of uh, Californians, they, they, they appreciate the work they're doing. They pay them apparently a fair wage. Do they pay taxes on that money? I would presume they do. I... I would assume they do, but I'm not sure. If, okay. they, if they're coming over to pick strawberries and going back on a bus, I don't know if, where they pay their tax to. I got you. I got Maybe you. Mexico or California. There may not be withholdings that, that you'd normally have for other uh, yeah. Em- employment. Yeah. Yeah, there sh- yeah. I mean, so, if they're not living there, there shouldn't be. So, uh, so, so okay, of course, Texas has been the, the focus of the the media battles and the Democrat Republican battles for the border and what's going on, and he's Governor Abbott. There has been directly in the face of federal authorities, um, but and and they've been shipping people out. Do they have those same um, what's the word I'm looking for? The same measures of transporting the migrants once they come through the border at a port of entry, as you're saying or even climbing a mountain, whatever they do, are there buses and locations? Well, first of all, are there locations where they stay and get processed, or do they just kind of enter? 
Um, yeah, there are processing locations, I believe, in San okay. Diego. Okay. Um, other than that, they just come across and go. Do, and, and we don't know where uh, they are, right? There's no no, no requirement no. to tell us where you're going. Uh, are, are well, there they... is, but no, there's no enforcement of it, so it's it doesn't uh, matter. Yes, yes, you're correct. Are are, are yeah. there in in, Cal, in Texas? There's a real battle going on. Nobody reports on it, but the battle between these extraordinary liberal non-governmental entities and NGOs that are giving a helping hand. Um, are they present in California in the same in the same way? Where they're helping. Some of these are giving them money. They're giving them other things before they get on the government dole. You know, I don't think it takes much to get on the government dole. Um, I'm not <laughs> right. quite sure, but I see everywhere you look, you see free cell phones, EBT cards. You don't have to be a citizen to get that stuff. You just have to go fill out some paperwork, and they will direct you on how to do it. So um, you know, one of the reasons— I, I, you know what? Go, go ahead. What really bothers me about the whole thing is you you look at what we give non citizens, and it's you can get health care. Mm-hmm. You know, you you go to the hospital, you're going to get treated. You don't have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you can get health care. You get a food food card. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're putting people up in hotels. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. for sure, families will come across. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the inner cities. Uh, have been here generations, you ain't getting squat. Right. Mm. You know, we need to clean up our inner cities before we we welcome our open arms of the rest of the world, that's for sure. And and, and that sounds like it's the same um, complaint of citizens of New York City who've been there. Uh, people who've lived in Harlem and other areas where they see the uh, newly arrived immigrants given great benefits places to stay that are there was one story about this wonderful uh, condominium complex in Harlem that the builders kind of abandoned when it was 98% complete but it's building it's got all stuff and they wanted mm-hmm. to put the migrants in there and the residents of the area like why, why couldn't we <laughs> why couldn't they finish it right. the city wanted to finish it so they could put migrants why didn't the city want to finish it so we could live in there and and you're, sure. you're 100% right you're 100% right. Um, let me shift focus, uh, and, and later in the program we're going to introduce it probably a little bit better, but are you aware at all about the proposed rule where owners of homes and renters of home who get insurance, it's proposed that they have to declare – oh, we got to take a break – Chris, can you hold on till the yeah. next section? Because yeah. I want to ask you yeah, about a yeah. gun control measure in, in California. Yeah. All right, folks, we're going to take a little break now and come back. And those of you holding on line, we're going to talk to Chris for about another seven or eight minutes, and we'll get to your calls. This is a Jack Clegg Show, Tuesday night edition. Bring 
your business back to life with signs. Show-stopping signage can give your business the visibility it needs. Sir Speedy is a trusted resource for sign design, production, and installation. From trade show displays, banners and posters, to directional signs, window decals, wall graphics, and more, Sir Speedy's sign capabilities can help your business get noticed. Call us today at 504-586-9812. Sir Speedy, we do. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. Tune in to the Your Personal Bank Show, Saturdays at 11 a.m. Or contact parents at yourpersonalbank.com. The Your Personal Bank Show, Saturdays at 11 a.m. on WGSO 990 a.m. You might be a speak out for fear of cancel culture or losing your job. Christian Garrick's show on WGSO is your platform. Noon to 2, weekdays, right here on 990 a.m. WGSO. Ron Richardson is here to tell you that you should tune into my show, Conversations with Ron Richardson, every Saturday afternoon from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. right here on on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Good morning, class. A quick head count. Tiffany. Here. Zach. Yep. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Colleen Crane. State lawmakers have convened a 17-day special session focused on crime issues. Governor Jeff Landry told lawmakers this afternoon that he made a pledge to Louisiana residents in his campaign that he would make this a safer state. I would do everything within my power to improve the safety of our communities through both legislative and executive action. Today, we continue that process. A measure to allow people who are 18 or older to carry a concealed gun without a permit will be discussed in the special session. New Orleans Representative Mandy Landry believes training should be required to carry a gun. You need to know how to use a gun, how to store it, just how to deal with it if you're going to have one. And allowing people to buy one and just throw it in their purse or under their shirt, it's just crazy. It's, it's bad gun ownership. In 2021, the bill passed the House and Senate, but Governor John Bell Edwards vetoed the measure. LRN. Medicaid members, keep your coverage. Update your address, email address, and cell phone number to receive information regarding your benefits. Act now. If you get a letter from Louisiana Medicaid, read it and respond as soon as possible. For more information or to update your info, call the number on your insurance card or visit healthy.la.gov. That's healthy.la.gov. Remember to update all required information before Medicaid deadlines so you don't lose your coverage. Hi, I'm Agriculture and Forestry Commissioner Mike Strain. It's that time of year again for Louisiana strawberries. 
Our Louisiana strawberries are the freshest and sweetest, and they provide a delicious, healthy choice that is fat, sodium, and cholesterol-free. So pick up your strawberries today and make sure you pick Louisiana strawberries. For more information, visit us at louisianastrawberries.com. That's louisianastrawberries.com. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Hello, y'all. Let's talk daily from 4 to 5 about our town. The Cynthia Clark Show is powered by Vinyl Tech, the Gulf Coast premier exterior home improvement expert. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Mary Ann Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. Hello, this is David Jeremiah. Join me each weekday morning at 5.30 or 6.30 for Turning Point here on Talk Radio 990 AM. Do you have ghosts in your house? Well, I do. Hi. It's Bloody Mary, your local spirit guide, psychic medium, and celebrity ghost hunter. I run the Haunted Museum and Voodoo Spirit Shop in the French Quarter. Come to a ghost hunt with us and sharpen your communication skills with the other side. Don't be afraid. I'll teach you how to, as we learn and do, go ghost hunting, join a Victorian seance, and explore the beyond. Did you know that you can even plan an entire haunted night at the museum for your private party, seven days, seven nights? Join us, BloodyMaryNewOrleans.com. Hey y'all, the Beat Exchange has a new time slot, Mondays at 7 p.m. on WGSO, 990 a.m. in New Orleans, the Beat Exchange with Barbara Hoover. All right, New Orleans, welcome back after that rather long break, um, and you got to hear some commercials and other news items. Uh, this is the Jack Clegg Show, the Tuesday night edition. And we have our guest, Chris Papajohn, calling all the way from the best coast. Chris, you there? Yeah, I'm with you, Jack. Okay. What I wanted to ask about, we talked a little bit about uh, what's going on at the border. Um, mm -hmm. But the one thing I was concerned about, I read, a, well, actually, <laughs> there's a lot being written right now about efforts to, <laughs> well, they're, 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 framed as efforts to stop school shootings, okay? And President Biden has signed several executive orders today, and I'm going to discuss those later in the show. But the one that I thought was really interesting was a proposal in the California legislature by a Democrat to require, this requires, every homeowner, and every renter who gets insurance to include this information on their application, and if they already have insurance, it gives them a certain amount of time where they have to provide this information to the insurance company. And what is it? 
This is information about the presence, the storage, and quantity of firearms on the premises. Okay? So the, if, you, yeah. you, if you're all state or whomever, you've got to tell them that. Now, this is not required by the insurance companies now. This is required by California law. You have to tell them, okay? And then they, because they do business in California, have to comply with the reporting requirement. They have to then report this information to the state of California and the uh, Department of Insurance and the legislature, which means the information will be public. So everyone will know the number of weapons you have, where you, how you store them, where you store them, etc. This is part of the, the new attack on the Second Amendment. Uh, do you have any insight on, on whether that may pass or how this oh, started I- in California? Well, I bet you it passes because you know it's it's blue no matter who here, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, I got that. Um, I got that. Yeah, I, I I mean, there there's nobody there's not enough red to fight against the blue. I got you. Um, I got you. I got you. And and, and uh, if there was many of them, it, it, let me ask if this is the case. If there was some red there, that's already moved out. Is that is that um, part of the try- reason? It's trying to, sure, yeah. and uh, it's the I know the people that can move out do. Yeah, uh, yeah. a lot of them are going to Montana. A lot yeah. of them are going to Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, well, you I, know, I, South I, Dakota. I flew I, recently. I flew over Austin, and I saw the new Tesla facility. Man, it's huge. Acres and acres yeah. and acres of them. And yes, yeah. um, but California's left in the lurch. Well, Pardon me? Go ahead. Um, what I was going to yeah. ask you about is, are we going to be doing, are we going to be seeing you in New Orleans at all? Are we going to do any maritime um, movies down here? I, I don't have anything lined up. Okay. But, uh, you may be seeing me anyway. We'll see what happens. Okay, that'd be great. Chris, uh, uh, Yeah. thanks for I, calling in. I, I no, you got to move on. Yeah. I will talk to you later, bud. Have a good one. All right. Thanks for calling, Chris. Right. Appreciate right. it. Okay. Um, Matthew, I think, was the first in line. He's been holding them. Matthew, are you there? Matthew? Yes, Jack. I'm here. Uh, sorry to make you hold, Hello. but I had a guest from California, and uh, we were hoping to learn a little bit about California. What can I do for you tonight? Well, uh, well, so I was at the state Senate hearing room today for SB1, constitutional carry in the state of Louisiana. Right. And they decided that SB1 was going to be the last bill they heard. So I was there for the whole day. Oh, good. And I, give me, I give me, give me a like, rundown. What, what, give me the, the top four takes you took from today. Well, one, Democrats really believe everything the news media says. <laughs> Okay. Even the elected Democrats. Okay. Uh, uh, two. Uh, but let me ask you this. Let me ask you, if you can, to elaborate yeah. on that. Specifically, what are the things that they believe that they're hearing from the news media that was noteworthy to you? Well, that uh, rehabilitation of juveniles works. Okay. Uh, 
that, uh, in other words, juveniles have some kind of different human nature, uh, that they won't grow to mental maturity until the age of 25. Right, right. And therefore, we must restrict, we must, on the one hand, restrict them from acquiring weapons, firearms, okay. but we will allow them to join the military, we will allow mm-hmm. them uh, yeah. to get married, we will allow them to vote, we will allow them to reproduce and to get married, sure. uh, which is really the most important uh, uh, one is the last one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they're too immature to own uh, firearms before the age of 25. Right, and they can drive a car at, at 180 miles an hour, or how fast you can get a car to go, uh, at the age of 16. <laughs> yes. Okay, so g- g- that was number one. What else did you observe? Well, that was number two. That was oh, number two. Okay, number two. Uh, and that was really, though, about the biggest takeaways and the fact that even the senators on our side aren't particularly worried about inconveniencing uh, the uh, the public uh, who come to testify. Like I said, they moved our bill to last. Sure, sure, Even sure. though we were the largest contingent there. Sure. So, uh, but remember, I think it was last week, I brought up the issue of inducing patriotism in the boardroom of American companies. Sure, 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 sure. Yes. And we talked about maybe some policy ideas we could kick around. Sure. You know, I I really do like Donald Trump's uh, reciprocal tariff uh, policy. Of course. It works. Yes, it'll work. It'll Uh, work. Yes, it will. Well, according to the Austrian School of Economics, that's what caused the Great Depression was the Mm -hmm. Smoot-Hawley tariff. Yeah, well, Uh, I'm not sure about that because the Great Depression also followed a series of catastrophic weather disasters. Uh, You know, the Great Mississippi Flood, the Dust Bowl, and a number of other calamitous things that happened. And tariffs tariffs serve a different function. Different function altogether. Not even the same argument. Uh, and and well, so what, you, what 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 do you think? So the, SB one will the, it the pass? Point I'd like to bring up today. Okay. Huh? Will SB one pass? The point I'd like to bring up today. Oh, pass. Well, I'd like to see SB one uh, merge with HB twelve and okay. pass as okay. it is because it would be not true constitutional carry, but close. Mostly ninety-nine, yeah, 98% constitutional carry. There's some other things that I have to get clarified, such as uh, school zones. Apparently, you can't you cannot carry a gun within a thousand feet of a school zone. Well, does that include your automobile when you're driving by a school zone? Sure. I don't know. Sure. sure. I tried to get an answer to that. I was told too much detail. That the senators <laughs> ask questions; they don't answer them. <laughs> Well, let, let me ask you one thing while we're on this topic before i got to let you go. Let me ask you one more thing. Did you hear the comments I had with Chris about the law in California where they're, again, trying to nibble around the edges? And actually there were three executive orders signed about storage and retention of guns at home 
under the guise of protecting against school shootings. Um, yes, yes. I, I've known about this because I follow Cam Edwards' uh, bearing arms on YouTube and Rumble. Okay, okay. And he was discussing this last week. And if it passes through the House, it seems very likely. Mm-hmm. Uh, gets through the uh, Senate, it seems very likely. Gruesome Newsome signs them. Seems extremely likely. <laughs> Gruesome Newsome, I like that. Uh, <laughs> then it will have to be taken, un, you know, sure, taken to sure, court sure. by the Second Amendment Foundation. Sure, sure, which sure. The Second Amendment Foundation does the lion's work on litigating sure. against bad gun laws. Okay. Well, Thursday uh, night, Thursday night, we're going to talk a little bit more about the executive orders, but I'm going to get on to another topic and some other callers. Matthew, thanks for informing us about SB1. Uh, Appreciate the call. We'll talk to you Thursday night, hopefully. You're welcome. Okay. Folks, we're going to take a little break here, and we got a couple more callers, I think. Uh, who's on the line? Who's holding? Rusty? Is Rusty there? Okay. We've got a couple of callers. We'll get them in the last section. Um, folks, stay tuned and come right back. What does grace mean to you? At Grace at the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Christ Church Cathedral, the Cathedral Church of the Episcopal Diocese of Louisiana. Christ Church Cathedral acts in support of community renewal and socioeconomic justice. Learn more at cccnola.org. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. Thank you for listening and participating in the Jack Clegg Show Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Our audience and management have asked us to extend the show to Thursday nights at 7 p.m., and we will do that, at least until the 2024 election is over. We will continue to oppose the rich men north of Richmond who want to control what we think and control what we do. Howdy, everybody. This is Jackie Gumbo inviting you to join me each and every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. for Uncle Jackie's Gumbo. A little bit of this and a whole lot of that. Each and every Sunday from 5 to 6 p.m. only on WGSO 990 AM New Orleans or WGSO.com. Bring your gumbo, baby. We're going to have us a blast. Tune in to Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Tell us what you're cooking or ask us how to cook it with Don Clement and Patty B. We'll share recipes, cooking techniques, everything from sous vide to grilling. Got a favorite kitchen gadget? Let us know about it. Your grandma's secret sauce? Now we're talking. Tips from home cooks for gourmet cooking at your home. Join Don Clement and Patty B. for Chew on This, Saturdays at noon on WGSO. Come on to my house. 
Hey folks, this is Jeff Cruer. Join me at 7 a.m. till 11 right here on WGSO 990 a.m. for Ringside Politics with a Punch. We're going to be bringing you great guests. We'll discuss the latest hot topics and, of course, taking your phone calls. On Wednesday, the former mayor of Shiloh, Israel, David Rubin, joins us. We'll talk to Jeff Lyons, who wants to be mayor of Mandeville. And we'll discuss the hot topics of the day with Ringside All-Star, the Crawgator, Doug Schneider. All of that and more right here on Ringside from 7 to 11 on WGSO. All right, New Orleans. Welcome back to the Jack Clegg Show. This is the fourth and final segment. Uh, we've got a couple of callers we want to get to, and sadly, we'll only be able to spend a few minutes per caller. Steve, your new caller. What's up, Steve? Hey, Mr. Jack. I won't be long. That's okay. Uh, first, first of all, I want to personally thank uh, Matthew for going in support of uh, SB1. Sure. And uh, I really appreciate a citizen that puts their money where their mouth is. Yeah, that's true. That is um, true. And then the point I wanted to make about it uh, that irritates me every time I hear the other side <laughs> You know, oh, it, the, the police aren't going to be able to uh, pat a suspected, you know, uh, criminal down sure. uh, because of this bill. And, and it's going to increase the crime rate and uh, gun violence is going to soar and blood on the streets. It's lies. Every, know, every yeah. look at look at Columbus, Ohio, the crime rate, the violent gun crime rate went from nine percent per hundred thousand nine per hundred or whatever it is, nine percent to seven percent. Yeah. After the law passed. Sure. And here's the lie that they will never tell you the other side. The rhinos the lie is because the violent criminal who wants to use a firearm for his personal gain in an evil way mm -hmm. is never going to care about this law, whether it passes sure, or not. Sure, exactly, exactly. So the only thing the law does is irritate the good, law-abiding, patriotic citizens. And that's all I wanted to say. Thank you, well, Mr. Jack. And th thanks for calling, Steve. And, and the point, uh, the other point to that, adding on to it, that's a good point, is that city after city after city, uh, they're trying to hire policemen they can't find policemen nobody wants to work as a policeman so the but the net result of that is it's less safe and people do go outside and people do drive their cars and carjackings and other things are happening they're going up but the numbers are tremendous so having personal protection i'm i'm in favor of that i'm not a gun owner or carrier myself but the second amendment is important and it needs to be protected. Okay. Uh, do we have Rusty? Is Rusty on? Rusty, how are you this evening? I'm pretty good, Jack. Um, uh, yeah, so these two issues you're talking about right now, immigration, illegal immigration, and the guns. Sure. You know, many of these people that are crossing the border um, are criminals themselves. Certainly. I'm not saying all of them. I'm not even saying the majority of them. Probably Some not. Some are, yes. But, uh, but it's going to come a time when we're going to be afraid for our lives from these illegals. I, I, I wouldn't say we're there yet in most places, but it, it's going to happen. So this gun, this, the Second Amendment is, is as important as ever. 
Um, and and, and let, can I uh, can I can I interrupt you there because sure, I want you, and I want you to continue. But there was a thing I wanted to share with the audience today, and I want to get it in. Randall's Island in New York, three thousand immigrants, illegal immigrants are there. The police, the New York City Police Department got a call that there was a man causing a disturbance. Five officers showed up. When they mm-hmm. showed up, the illegals, for some reason, started throwing chairs at them, oh, bottles, God. debris, everything. And it's on video. There's a TikTok video showing it, and it is true. It happened. And violence... You may, you may, they may not have guns, but violence, we've seen it on the 27th of January. We saw the videos of the policemen that were beat up by the yeah. Venezuelans. Yeah. I saw this video, and there's no excuse for it at all. And mm-hmm. so the point I was trying to make is, if Trump is elected, we had better mm-hmm. be prepared, because he has said, and I think we want these people that have come in illegally to be deported. Yes. They're going to fight yeah. it. They're going that's to fight a, it. That's a great point. Uh, I I was divided between Trump and the census. But mm-hmm. someone told me the census was not eager to deport um, the illegals that came here. And, and that made me uh, sure. have reservations about the census. Yes. And, and, and if Trump follows through on that, he's like you said, there's going to be issues of deporting these people. Uh, right now, I saw on the television uh, about two hours ago that they have a plan B in case Biden can't run, and that's Newsom from California. <laughs> and if Newsom puts these yes. these uh, things that you've been talking about today, yes, with yes. immigration and mm-hmm. gun control, we're in big trouble. There's a reason and, I'm uh, talking about California, and I'm going to continue to yeah, talk about California. about California. We need and to be so, educated. Again, yes, uh, Newsom has a better chance in my mind. Of, of, of winning than Biden. Well, he's healthy. He's got a memory. He's not well, he's only good-looking. Like you he, said, he, he looks gonna, vibrant. He looks yeah. strong. And, he's an actor. And, and he looks more. like an actor. He's, he's you know, and he's yeah. a young guy. And, and people keep talking about age, which, again, every time I hear a media person talk about age, I throw a shoe at the television. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's not age. It's cognitive ability. That's all that yeah. matters. Right. But anyway, I interrupted you. You were going to talk about another well, item. Uh, you know, again, uh, you said something in the beginning of your uh, monologue and you sh- mm-hmm. that really caught my attention. I didn't hear your guests talk about it so much, as much as you did. And that is, it seems like California's borders are pretty much open. Sure, they are. And, and that yes. worries me because I don't really think. I mean, I, I remember as a, as a teenager, I went to uh, the border to try to get into Tijuana. Sure. It was right across. <laughs> you can drink. You can years. drink and be 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's not that easy to cross the border, but I sure. couldn't get in because I was not 18 yet. Got it. And, Got it. But, but the truth of the matter is, all these people coming in, as you've asked this question, I'm pretty sure you have, where are they now? Yes. Where are, where are they now? And how many of them are terrorists? And how many of them are cartel people? And how many of them are uh, child traffickers? How many of them? And because no matter what happens here, it, you, can, you can go to these places where they have these caravans and stop them. But they're flooding through. Uh, what is it? I'm a, what, the, uh, I think the border of uh, uh, Texas is 1,800 miles. I may be wrong sure. about that. Sure, sure. But always, 
but it's all all through the country. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to have basically a, a hundred uh, an eighty degree change in direction in order to. Save and ourselves. True. And, and, and the, the, the important part that I want every listener to know is it's not going to be easy. This is going to be a rough struggle. They're not going to put their yeah. hands out to be handcuffed and their heads down and no, ashamed. They're they're, they're, no, they're not. That's not the nature of this group of migrants, particularly the Chinese. Have you, have you seen the pictures of the 30,000 Chinese? Have. I have. And and I'm going to cover that again on Thursday night. Um, I, and I'm sorry, I don't think we'll be able to get to the other two callers. I apologize. Try to call Thursday night a little earlier, and we'll be able to get you on the show. But, Rusty, you're right. We're facing this, and we need yes. to face it as adults. There is no we utopia. Jack, one last thing. Five sure. seconds. Everyone agrees in the polls. Well, I don't know about everyone, but most of the polls I've seen said the border crisis, the border invasion is the number one issue. Yes. Uh, Biden, uh, Trump can easily win on this issue alone, if not any all the other things, but and, especially here. And, and there was an effort about a week and a half ago by Biden and the administration to get a bill. The, I read that mm-hmm. bill. The bill said we're going to allow over 4,000 people a day. Are you kidding me? That's that's stopping. Are you kidding me? Four thousand a day. I don't understand, Jack. Why don't they just say no more? Why do we have to have a bill that to, is to get more people in when we should be getting them out? I think Donald Trump is the answer to that question. Yes. All right. Thanks yes. for calling, folks. Thank you, Jack. Thanks for listening in on the show. I'm sorry to the two callers who weren't able to get. Please call Thursday night early. We'll get you on the show. And everybody have a safe next couple of days and read about California because I think we're going to be talking about California for the next week or two. All right, folks, have a good evening. When the time came, I knew I had to find a place where mom would be safe and active while still feeling independent. A place that was close to all of us and everything she needed. Locally owned and operated in the heart of Gonzales, I found Francois Ben's Senior Living. They specialize in independent and assisted living and memory care. Call 225-647-BEND for more information on our special pre-leasing offers. Francois Ben Senior Living. Experience life as it should be. This is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. The Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumain Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. 
You'll never get a bum steer at Joey John Froze Meats, 2324 Paris Road, Chalmette. An old-style butcher shop like Mama and them had. Also try Joey's Grill, using all fresh meats from the butcher side. Fourth generation butchers from the ninth floor. You will never get a bum steer at Joey John Froze Meats, 2324 Paris Road, Chalmette, 504-279-6590. It's Jeff Cruer. Join me weekdays from 7 to 11 a.m. for Ringside Politics, right here on WGSO, 990 a.m., New Orleans.